0: Podcast presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Elliot Short Parks, we're not ones to toot our own horns or anything, but we dominated last week, Elliot. If you
1: want winners, you come here. Am I right or am I right? I mean, look, there's a reason they call me the radio.com NFL Insider. Like, there's a reason that title was just not given <laughs> by accident. And anytime you can go nine and five picking games against the spread, I mean, look, that's what I went to college for, you know? That, that's why That's why I read all those articles. That's why I, I studied late at night. I mean, this is just what happens. It feels like every week now we're nothing but winners. I can't even remember a time when we weren't oh, just absolutely oh, dominant at this. Totally. I mean,
0: there was that weird week that the NFL didn't play. So that right. obviously we we would have done well if they had played that week, but they didn't play. We can't help that.
1: Can't help it. So last week, nothing but winners, nothing but winners. And honestly, this week, I've, as I as I told you before we started to record, I actually feel good about this week. I did a little more uh, homework than I normally do, kind of feeling the <laughs> feeling the uh, excitement of being good at this again. So I think uh, there's actually a lot of really good lines this week, and the Eagles line, as we discussed on the last pod. I got like my bed of the week involving them, so Ooh, definitely to get into these ones. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love this! And uh, yeah, look, uh, you know, we just give you winners. You know, if you download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, and you can make money because that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you winners today. We both went nine and five last week. We've been dominant this season, kind of. For the most part.
1: Well, let me ask you a, uh, a big picture question before yes, we get into it. Yeah, please. Uh, oh, i
0: love a good big picture. This, this, this
1: is the pod to do it on, right? This isn't the Eagle centric pod. Uh, this is a Park Casino you know, NFL pod. So, who do you think the best team in the NFL right now is, and who would be your current Super Bowl preview? Because I've spent some time thinking about this today, and I feel like it's pretty wide open. Like, obviously, the Chiefs, I guess, would be the favorite, but I look at the other divisions, and I feel like there's like two legit Super Bowl type contenders in a lot of the divisions. Oh, there are. Obviously, look, besides the NFCs. So. Yeah. Look,
0: I think, uh, I still think the Chiefs, like if you, if I had a, you know, had to choose today for my life who's winning the Super Bowl, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'll bet on Mahomes. I'll bet on them to do it again. They've been, you know, uh, they've played down to competition at times. It's not like they've been a juggernaut, but they're, you know, handling business. They're 11 and 1. That's yeah. pretty damn good. Um, I think the Steelers are good, but. Not amazing, uh, you know, not as good as their record shows, obviously, coming off the loss to Washington. Um, but still, that's a team that's been there before. Mike Tomlin's been there before, so I could certainly see them making a run. Um, it's a re- Look, the AFC's good. Like, the AFCs, that's the thing is, if you like the Chiefs, it's a harder path to the Super Bowl in the AFC than the NFC, regardless of which team you think is the best. So, I-, I-, I think the Chiefs are the best team. I think they have a harder path. NFC-wise, I think... Actually, in all honesty, the team we're playing... My preseason Super Bowl pick was the Saints. I said the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Then I backed off and went to the Packers. Funny enough, those are the two best teams in the NFC, in my opinion. I think those are the, the two top contenders for the Super Bowl this year. I would take the Saints slightly over the Packers right now, but I also wouldn't be shocked if Aaron Rodgers makes a run. That was why I liked the Packers when I liked them. So a long roundabout way of saying... I think the Chiefs are still the best team in football, but I agree it is not a uh, it is not a fait accompli that they will win the Super Bowl.
1: Well, what's crazy is how many teams there are that I could see winning the Super Bowl. So here would be my list of teams if you told me, okay, they won the Super Bowl, and I would not be surprised. And this is not in order, but— I think the Rams have a shot. The Seahawks mm-hmm. have a shot. The Packers have a shot. The Saints have a shot. I still think the Buccaneers have a shot, but I mean they're probably lower down on the yeah, list. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't and bet then, on them. But I, I get it.
0: And this, and Seattle, I p- would not be on my. I mean, theoretically, I guess they do, but that they're just not that great a football team.
1: I don't know. And look, I think when you have Russell Wilson, not to sound like a, a national pundit, but you know, if you have Russell Wilson, you've you got a, a shot. Like, do, He yeah, gives you a I chance every Sunday. Right, exactly. And, the, the, you know, their defense is, is turning around. You know, playing the Eagles certainly Look, was better Good coach, for them.
0: good quarterback. Yeah, you never yeah. know. For uh, sure.
1: All right, and then all right, the Chiefs, I think, would have a shot. And, sorry, we'll get into these picks in a second. Uh, the right, Chiefs, the good. Steelers, the uh, Colts, I would say yes. The Titans, I'm a little iffy on. I, and then, I, I, guess, I think
0: the Colts defense is very good, but I just do not see Phillip Rivers leading his team to a Super Bowl
1: victory this year. But But I get it. Right. Well, you've always been anti philip Rivers. Um, where would you fall on the Browns and the Ravens? I would not get,
0: look again to your point. I think these teams are talented enough that could they get hot and go on a run? Sure, I could see it happening. I would not put them in. In I would not put the Browns and the Ravens in teams. I think have a real chance. Like I would still be surprised if the Browns win the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like I would be too. So there's a the notch Ravens, below I for be me. I, Ravens, in a macro sense, I wouldn't be surprised. Harbaugh, Lamar goes on a run, whatever. But right now, the way their team is and the injuries they've had, I mean, losing Ronnie Staley looked like a huge injury in the moment. It turned out to be a huge injury. Um, I just think they're a little too beat up and not quite good enough in any particular area to be a Super Bowl team. But but I agree. I'd be less surprised in the Ra- with the Ravens than the Browns, even though the Browns are a better team right now.
1: All right, last big big picture thing. I didn't put the Bills on there. I'm not as big into the Bills, but here's my question. Is Josh Allen what everybody hoped Carson Wentz would be? Well, so, okay, so there's a,
0: I'm happy you brought this up because it's a really funny thing in this, and I saw someone tweet, uh, I don't remember it was, someone tweeted, like, Josh Allen is who Carson Wentz was going to be when he grew up. Do wow, we, it, was, do,
1: it wasn't me, but that sounds like based off but, the question. Uh, something hold I up. Do
0: we all forget that as good as Josh Allen is right now, Carson Wentz was better in 2017, and obviously that's gone and all that, but like the idea that, that Josh Allen, wow, now this year, he's like what people thought Carson Wentz was going to be. Carson Wentz was better. Carson Wentz's 2017 mm-hmm. was absolutely no question better than what Josh Allen is doing this year. So
1: Oh, absolutely. I, exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's my point. I think it's such a silly thing that people say, like, oh, what Carson Wentz was supposed to be. No, Carson Wentz was better. Do I think that Josh I, – I, I get the comparison, the idea that Josh Allen came in a little raw, big arm – you know, all that. Mobile. I, and, uh, mobile. And I've been really impressed with Josh Allen. I think he's having a great year. I don't want to take it away from him. I just think I get the comparison, but it's silly when people say, like, Josh Allen is what people thought Carson Wentz was going to be because Carson Wentz was that. He just got hurt and everything went downhill from there, but he showed already that he could be better than that,
1: you know? Yeah, so I think that Carson Wentz, the Josh Allen uh, debate just, it's just like the definition of why injuries matter. Like, Josh Allen hasn't been hurt, Carson Wentz has. Yep. I think they're kind of the same player, but you're just seeing what happens when one person tears their ACL and breaks her back and the other one doesn't. And, and, and also,
0: point, just to add in, also you're seeing this guy is Steph Diggs and John Brown and Cole Beasley and just a better yep. offense around him too.
1: Yeah, for sure. And the offensive coordinator there, uh, his name's escaping me right Dable. now for some reason. Brian Dable. Yes. One of the top he head could coach be- guys. Yeah he could be the Eagles head coach next Certainly. year. I mean, who knows? But yeah, so I just think when I, when I watch Josh Allen, he had like a sick throw last week. Uh, and I just see some of the stuff he does and I'm like, man, this is what you kind of thought Carson would turn into. And it just shows like with injuries and everything. I mean, I think Carson Wentz could get back to the level that Josh Allen is right now. Like Josh Allen is not super special or anything, but I just, I see a lot of similarities in their game of what like Carson could have been. Had he not suffered. Yeah, those Yeah, no,
0: I definitely get it. I get the comparison. I get the, you know, what they could be and and all that, but it just irked me the way it's been phrased and stuff. All right, let's dive into it. As again, uh, we're here to give you winners. That's what we're here for. That's what we did last week. That's what we're That's doing we the do. rest of the year. Yeah, I know. You know. I mean, I. To be fair, I am I am ten games over five hundred this year. That is that is good. I'm very impressed Correct. with that. Um, I'm
1: not as much, but that's okay. All I do is give winners. Yeah, you are on a hot streak. That that's the beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, that's my record. Hot yeah. streak. <laughs> my record for the year. Hot
0: streak. All right. Uh, yes. fi- my record for the year. Fire emoji. Hashtag <laughs> 100. Hashtag All right. Exactly. <laughs> let's go in. All right. Uh, let's go. I'll go first in this one. Let's start it off as I am uh, ahead on the year long, so I will start it off. Uh, tonight's game: New England at Los Angeles, the Rams. Uh, New England a four and a half point underdog in Los Angeles. This line has actually creeped a little bit towards New England, which makes me a little nervous about what I'm about to do, but I'm taking the Rams in the Sean McVay, Jared Goff revenge game. I I just think, look, I know the Patriots just throttled the Chargers, and I took them, and I was very happy to get the win. Um, Staying out in LA for the week, that's a weird week, all that type of stuff. I think this is a game where the Rams are just a better team than the than the Patriots, and they have a real reason to be super fired up to play them, a team that's staying on the West Coast, out of their normal schedule, all that, coming in. I like the Rams a lot tonight.
1: Yeah, so my only hesitation would be we saw what Bill Belichick did to Jared Goff mm-hmm. the last time they played, and the Rams, I think, were... A better team then, although I think the Rams are, are pretty good now. Jared Goff, nice little bounce back week last week, 350 yards, touchdown, no no turnover. So I think, you know, he's playing better coming into this after a bit of a rough stretch there. I'm still going to go Rams minus four and a half. I don't feel great about it. I clearly don't feel as you good mean, about you, it as you, you did. Going, you're going Rams four and a half? Yes, correct. Rams minus four and a half.
0: Okay, good, good. All right. There we go. So, so All right. Next one. Uh, I got confused. I thought you were taking it again.
1: All right, uh, let's go
0: to the next game. you are up first on this one. Arizona in New York versus the Frisky Giants. The Giants, are one and a one-and-a-half point home underdog to Arizona. What do you think?
1: This was a tough one, and the fact it's a tough one really shows how much the Giants have earned my respect. I uh, I did a no-big-deal-to-me national radio hit this oh, week. Oh, no-big-deal. Uh, this yeah, guy over here. When you go 9-5, and five, the calls start coming in. But, you know, they had asked if they thought I was wrong <laughs> about you. <laughs> They they thought I was wrong about Joe Judge, and I don't know if I'm definitely wrong yet, but, I mean, he's proving me wrong. Like, he's in the process of doing that. So I'm going to go Giants plus one and a half. I don't really know if it matters too much to me if Daniel Jones plays or not. I do feel better if Daniel Jones plays. I just think the Giants' defense is going to really, uh, you know, do well against Arizona. So Giants plus one and a half, especially in MetLife, doesn't feel like a stadium where the uh, Cardinals will play very well.
0: I love the Giants in this game. Uh, Arizona's in free fall. I think Kyler's hurt. Like, he certainly, the last few weeks, has not looked like the same Kyler Murray we saw earlier in the season. Um, He had that shoulder injury. I think that's still, you know, kind of messing with him. Uh, And I just think right now, as a team, the way they're playing football, I think the Giants are a better football team. And to your point, like, I don't know if long-term we're wrong about Joe Judge, but we were 100% one hundred percent wrong this year, like flat out. These guys are buying into what this guy's doing, and well,
1: and the defense has been so much better. I think the, than the anybody defense expected. Is legit. And that's not completely
0: on yeah. your judgment. Patrick Patrick Graham's done a great job. There, a yep. Yale graduate. I just heard that today. Patrick Graham, a Yale graduate. So. Clearly a bright guy. Uh, And then on top of that, I I honestly think of all the quote-unquote contending teams, like the teams that have a chance to make the playoffs right now, I think Cliff Kingsbury is the worst coach of the bunch. I think he is the worst (laughs) coach of all the playoff contenders. So I, I like Judge in the coaching matchup, and I like the Giants. the way they're playing. So I'm with you. I think the Giants win this game outright.
1: What's interesting about the NFC East, since you brought up playoffs, is all year everybody was clowning them, and rightfully so. They were bad. Did you know that there's a there's a chance? Oh, the two play oh, Of course I know. Oh uh, yes. Get in there. Yes. Only a game out, Washington at five and Unbelievable. seven. Unbelievable. So. Wouldn't
0: that that would yeah. be that would be the most twenty twenty turn of events of all after this honestly, whole year.
1: If they get two teams in, I could see them potentially winning those games. Like it would be tough, obviously, but they'd be hot going in. I mean sure. I
0: certainly think I think that the the winner of the division playing a home game against like a a Tampa Bay type team. That's a real winnable yeah. game in my mind. look, the Giants almost beat Tampa Bay already this year. Uh, all right. uh next game Sticking in with the NFC's Dallas in Cincinnati. Dallas is a three and a half point road favorite in this one. Elliot, I'll go first. Uh, this is one that I really struggle with. I've gone back and forth. I even struggled just picking a winner in this game, which, as a result, I'm going to do what we always do in these situations mm. when I really don't know who's going to win the game. I hate both teams. Dallas is a, a true blue dumpster fire. Um, I'm going to take the points, especially with the hook. You know, I, you know, we've talked about the hook, but that half point, if this were a three-point line, I don't know if I'd take Cincy, but give me that extra half point. I'll take the Bengals.
1: So I feel like there's three different type of games that I struggle with. The first is the games where they're two really good teams and it's just hard to pick. The other one is when I'm like emotionally tied to a team, but I know deep down I'm lying to myself about how good they are. And then there's this type of game where I just truly don't care about this game. Like, both teams are bad. Even trying to think of a line is, is tough for me on this one. I'm going to go Dallas minus three and a half just because I think Andy Dalton is better than whoever Cincinnati is going to put out there at quarterback. And as much of a dumpster fire as Dallas is, and they really are, like, Cincinnati is just straight up bad without Joe Burrow. So I think that Dallas at least has some talent. They're just a dysfunctional team. So I'll go Dallas minus three and a half. Yeah. But I like your logic. If yeah,
0: Dallas is straight up bad, too, regardless of the logic. Andy Dalton revenge game. That's- they have some t- talent though oh, i don't know i mean yeah but it hasn't mattered it hasn't mattered look the, here let me give you forgetting the picks we made our picks like forget it forgetting that let me give you a reason to care about this game elliot the reason this game matters is because one of these teams likely they could tie but if one of these teams wins and the eagles you know lose like they're supposed to like they should moving up that draft board elliot that's good why point. this game matters good All point right, let's move on to the next one you're up first this is a, another kind of a strange line here. Denver at Carolina. Carolina is a three and a half point home
1: favorite against Denver in this one. you're up mm-hmm. first. So it'll be interesting to see what Denver's over under next year is when Carson Wentz is their quarterback. When you put you know like Jerry <laughs> Judy around, um, Good uh, work, my boy Hamler. Tim so Patrick. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm going to take Carolina minus three and a half, uh, in this one. That's just, it's just what my gut's telling me. I don't really have a ton of logic. I just feel like Denver and Carolina, I don't know just Denver. That's my pick. I mean, Carolina, my three and a
0: half. Mine too. Uh, I, I Again, this is one of those, like, they're both, you know, there's a meaningless game other than for draft position. Like, no one's going anywhere. I just think Carolina's a better, more well-coached football team. And, and this, yep. in this spot, I'll take them, especially at home. All right. Probably uh, the better
1: quarterback, too.
0: Better quarterback, too. Yeah, I think definitely. I think Teddy over Locke, there's no question. All right, uh, moving on. Another really tough line. This is a weird line. Houston at Chicago. Uh, Houston is a one-and-a-half-point road favorite in this one, Yeah, Elliot. I was surprised by yeah, that. Yeah, this is a weird line. This is one of those where um, I'm going to trust the line. I'm going to look at this line and say, all right, this line is saying to take Houston, better quarterback, on a bit of a, a run, I suppose, comparatively, compared to Chicago last week. Just a yeah, two and horrific, one the last three Horrific games. loss for Chicago last week. Uh, I will follow the line here. I, I don't have a great feel for this. I'll take Houston, lay the points, and
1: see what happens. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Better quarterback. Houston's been playing. You know, they're at least like competitive since they made uh, the head coaching switch. But they're two one over the last two weeks, and their one loss was was a close loss. So I'm I'm gonna basically go with you. Houston plus one and a half.
0: All right, you're up first on this one. Uh, I this is gonna test me oh, man. here, Elliot. It's gonna uh, test me. Man, well, the team that me I think is going first the, in this one is yeah it, yeah. Well, the team that I think is the best team in the NFL going against my squad, my boys, my team. No, not the Eagles. The Brian Flores led Miami Mm. Dolphins. What a team. Uh, Yeah. So you're up first in this one. Kansas City, a seven point road favorite against a good Dolphins team.
1: This is a tough one. This is because this is a big like test game for Miami, obviously going against Kansas City. I'm taking Miami plus the points. I'm going to like do you a solid. I'm going to, you know, pretend to be James Seltzer for a minute. I just think Miami plus seven. Like I think this game could be competitive. I certainly think Miami has a chance to win. If I had to pick straight up, I'd pick Kansas City. But if but if I think the game is going to be competitive and I think Miami has a shot, getting a touchdown and as you mentioned, you know when we're talking about the overall status of the league, Kansas City does play the level of their opponents. They really do. So Miami plus seven to me feels like the pick. Uh, so I.
0: Oh, uh, here we go. I'm very torn on this, right? I mean, this is my team. I have I have made the mistake of going against my squad once. Will I do it again, Elliot, against the best team in football? It won't. I think Miami mm. keeps it close. I think I think Kansas City wins. I think there's a good football game. I think Miami keeps it close at home. I'm nervous about this one, but I too will take the Miami Dolphins. At home plus the seven. All right, I'm up first on this one. This is, for me, uh, this is the line I struggle with the most this week. Uh, not necessarily the line, but the the game. It's a itself. weird line. It's a weird line. It's a weird game. Uh, I don't understand why this line is this way. So Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a six and a half point home favorite. Uh, it just makes no sense to me. I don't understand how Tampa Bay is a six and a half point favorite at home. That's why I'm struggling with it because the lines tell me to tank Tampa Bay. I can't do it. Too many points. I'm taking Minnesota.
1: I agree. I I think Tampa Bay, I mean, I was big on them early. They've been a bit of a disappointment as of late. Minnesota improving as the year has gone on in, in Tampa Bay has me hesitant, but I, I think Minnesota plus six and a half. It's a weird line. That's a lot of points for the Vikings in a game that I think could be close. So I feel like of all the picks I've made so far, this is the one where I'll look at the scoreboard and be like, ah, what was I thinking there? But I do think I'm going to go with Minnesota plus six and a half as well.
0: Yeah, I I feel pretty confident about it. It's just a strange line. All right, uh, another, uh, uh, what, a, what a weird line, weird game, don't care. You talked more about not caring about a game. This is a game
1: yeah. I truly,
0: from the bottom of my soul, could not care less about. Well,
1: you want to know the sad thing? I actually did research on this game. Oh, go ahead.
0: no, well... Uh, Good thing you're up first. Let's hear what the research says. Tennessee at Jacksonville. So my gut T- Tennessee a seven me... point favorite, by the way. That's an yeah, important, so important part yeah, of the story. Jacksonville
1: seven, seven point dog in Jacksonville against the Colts. So my gut was telling me that it feels like Jacksonville always keeps it competitive. And so I went and I looked, and they've I think out of their last like five games, four of them have been under seven points. Uh, so my gut was kind of telling me that that was true and then factually it looked like it was so i'm going to go jacksonville plus 7 tennessee also a team to me li- that's a little hard to get a read on so i took jacksonville plus 7
0: yeah i i i am with you in this that it's a hard read jacksonville has kept games close even still coming off last mm-hmm. week the disappointing showing by tennessee last week really getting throttled by the browns and then fighting back i think this is a week where they come back and they ratchet it up and they say all right that sucked we were embarrassed we're going to beat up on a bad team. So I will lay the points. I'm with you, though. I don't feel great about this one, but I will lay the points on this one. You got something to I say? Had,
1: uh, I had Tennessee minus seven written down for you for next to this one before you even said it. So I, I knew that's what oh, you, you were going. Oh, you knew it. Oh, look at you. I love that you knew. Yeah.
0: Speaking of no, Elliot, uh, if I knew that anyone listening to this podcast had not downloaded the Casino Sportsbook app, Uh, I would lose it because I don't understand it. That's what we're talking about here. Every single line here, you can get these lines. You can bet on them right now with the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. It's fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. It is a great product, and you can get on there and have some fun. Bet on every single game like the games we've talked about. I think so far, we feel pretty strongly about New York at home against Arizona, really like New York in that one. We both like Minnesota plus six and a half in Tampa Bay. Or you can follow Elliot. My man's been giving you winners. Listen to him, and maybe take Dallas instead of Cincinnati or, or one of the other ones. And and Elliot, uh, we'll get to to uh, Philly versus New Orleans in a, in a few. Even though we've
1: already picked our winners, but but Park's pick of the week is is related there, right? Oh yeah, it is. So I think you know when we're talking about the the parks bets you can make right now. First of all, my park's bet of the week is Eagles plus seven. Uh, I think that I just think they keep it close this week. I think they're going to outright win, so I'd look at the money line there. I also really like the over. I know that you you've made some compelling points about how the Saints defense has been playing well, and they certainly are. But I think both teams are going to move the ball. I think having a better quarterback in there will uh, will help. So I think philly plus uh plus seven feels like the move there but the other now well, actually I'll, I'll save this till we get to the game
0: go ahead Ooh, all right we'll get yeah. to the game next sorry game for the co- tease there great but. to know that's what we do here a beautiful tease and i love it for now while you're waiting to find that out, download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, bet on these games. You can also bet on how many touchdowns someone will score, yards thrown, over-unders, anything and everything. They have in-game betting, anything you could want. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Here's the deal. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X, casino.com slash P-A. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on a loss as a free bet. As always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER-R-D. Let's get to the second half of the slate of games here as we power through these. This is a good football game here. Indianapolis at Las Vegas. I am up first. India is a three-point road favorite in this one. Elliot, I'm going to take Indy in this one. Uh, Las Mm -hmm. Vegas has disappointed me the last couple weeks. I still think they're a solid team. I think Indy's a better team. And I'm looking at this game. What's the one thing I can count on the most? It's that Indy defense. I think they handle business. Josh Jacobs, we don't even know if he's going to play. Probably won't if I had to guess. Uh, I feel pretty good about Indy laying the three.
1: Yeah, and let me just say, really great effort by you, even though some crushing news has come out about the Philadelphia I, baseball I, I, I'm team. I'm
0: dying here. I'm dying inside I know, as we I know. do this. So,
1: you know, I just absolutely, you know, MVP for performance dying from you. Inside. Everyone, make sure you listen to the High Hopes pod. There might not if be a even, High Hopes pod. That, that yeah.
0: The Phillies might have just ended the High Hopes pod. It might be gone forever. That's how I'm feeling yeah. right now.
1: The hopes might be low. No, put it the that hopes way. Are so done. The so hopes anyway, are uh, just for everybody listening, James has seen the news and I can tell he's emotionally upset about it. So Ugh. I can even honestly almost hear the difference from when I could you tell when I could tell you found <laughs> out there was like a hesitation for a split second yes, I was like, Oh, what is, what did that, you find out?
0: That's exactly what
1: happened. You're yeah, so right. So,
0: that's exactly what happened. Oh.
1: All right. So anyway. Oh my God, just fire
0: <laughs> me into the sun right now, please.
1: Yeah, I will be listening to the next episode of High Hopes Pod. Anyway, Again, we'll see if there assessment. is one.
0: I'm not kidding.
1: I agree anyway. with your assessment of Indianapolis and Las Vegas. Uh, I think the one thing I can count on there is the Colts' defense. That's true. No Josh Jacobs. So, don't have much to add to this one other than I'm also going to take Colts minus three and a half. Speaking of teams Carson might be playing for, those are two teams right there. Yeah. I think the Colts are more likely, but I could see the Raiders doing something Yeah, You them. never
0: know what happens with Derek Carr. It's an interesting possibility.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, next one uh, is... Adam oh, get- poor James! Poor James just tweeted the Phillies are the worst team in Philadelphia, and it's not particularly close. I just did. an emotional pod right now.
0: It's <laughs> a mess for me. Thank God we're not talking about the Phillies, or you would have to hear me say
1: sell the team, John Middleton. You, ah, oh! okay. Let's, well, let's- Jim Salisbury just sold him as a two-time World Series winner, and that's the last thing I'll bring up. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dave Dombrowski can just. We're it's ruined. It's all ruined. <laughs> Everything's ruined. They, I, I literally have said that if I could have them not hire one person, if I could just get a veto, like I get a, you know, they come to me and say, "All right, we're gonna hire this guy, this guy, this guy, whatever," and I get one veto, and I they give me a hundred names, I get one veto. This is the veto I would have used on Dave wow, Krasny. Okay. That's the guy I least wanted them to hire. He was my last choice out of all the possible well, names we've heard. So, it's as awesome. the listeners it's of the awesome.
1: Go po- as the listeners of the Go Birds Pod, no, you are not a fan of Howie Roseman. Where would you rank those though?
0: Oh, oh, oh. I think Howie Roseman is light years ahead of oh. Dave. I, I think Dave Dombrowski is a franchise killer. Like, especially in this situation. Like, Dave Dombrowski, the reason he's a World Series winner is what he does is he comes into organizations, he trades away all their prospects, and then he'll win, and then he leaves the, the franchise just barren and destitute and destroyed. That is what Dave Dombrowski does. I don't know what he's going to he- do here because they don't have any prospects to trade. But it is literally the last guy I would have hired. Like just a out and out disaster. Like just the worst hire they could have possibly made. I wish how. Well, let's put it this way. I'll take Howie Roseman to run the Phillies before I take Dave Dombrowski. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, uh, well, terrific. look, let's get back to the games, but yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, buddy. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I'd
0: much rather talk about lines. How about that? Speaking yeah. of which, the New York Jets heading into Seattle, a Seattle team that is a Super Bowl contender. Uh, Corey Elliott, the, the Jets are a 13 and a half point road dog. Elliott, you're up first.
1: Well, first of all, the Jets last week, just an amazing finish to that game. And then to, to fire Greg Williams, like they're going to fire him anyway and then they fire him to the point like to try to like prove they're not tanking. Oh, it's so if, like, hilarious. It's like, it yeah, so okay, funny, yeah.
0: okay. Everyone in that building didn't want Greg Williams to do what he did.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like you guys were trying to win, right? So Like I wouldn't be shocked if
0: if like the if if the ownership or Joe Douglas like called Greg Williams during the game and was like, "Bro, you better lose this."
1: Well, the funniest part was afterwards Adam Gase is like yeah, I heard the call, and I was like, "What's he doing?" And I'm thinking, like, "Wow, maybe when you're head coach one day, you could do something about it. Like, it's you're the you're the head coach. Like, step in if you don't want to do this. But regardless, that's how dysfunctional the Jets are. The sea Ce- Seattle's not playing well right now, so I am worried about how many points this are. I mean, how many points uh, the game is. But I'm gonna go Seattle minus thirteen and a half.
0: Wow. Okay, I'm taking the Jets. And if you haven't mm. noticed, I've taken the Jets. I believe. This will be the third week in a row, and the third, they've covered. They've covered for me. I've been winning on the Jets last week, clear cover against Vegas. The week before, they come back and cover. The Jets are a covering machine, Elliot, lately. This is more just like, and look, you could be right. Would I be shocked if after an embarrassing loss at home to the other New York team, Seattle came out and just stomped all over the Jets? I certainly would not. It just feels like too many points for a Jets team that, that isn't quitting which, you know, you would have expected, but they're not. All right, uh, next one, Atlanta in Los Angeles against the Chargers team that just got boat raced. Atlanta, two-and-a-half-point road favorite, and uh, I- I'm with it. I think Atlanta's better than the Chargers. You pointed this out last week. You were dead on right about Atlanta. They- they've they been winning games with Remorse. I know they lost last week, but they've they played hard for this guy. They have not just tanked the season. Uh, I think they go into L.A. and win.
1: Yeah, I agree. Atlanta minus two and a half. I was actually, for some reason, surprised that they were favored. I, I don't know why. I know the Chargers obviously got embarrassed last week, but I'm also going to go Atlanta minus two and a half.
0: All right, next game, uh, forementioned Green Bay Packers at Detroit. Uh, you are up first on this one. Green Bay is seven
1: and, a half road, seven and a half point road favorite against Detroit. Yeah, so I meant to make this point earlier when we were talking about big picture, but I think the Packers are winning the Super Bowl. That's my, Ooh, that's my so you're like, back to where prediction. I was at. Okay, I yeah, like this. So I'm back to where you were. For I think, what I think it's worth, I did make
0: a futures bet on the Barkskins. Words app when I said that, so I do have some money on the Packers to win the Super Bowl. Just saying.
1: Well, hopefully we can both win some win some shekels off of that. So I'm gonna go obviously Green Bay minus seven and a half here. But yeah, I think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Another one. I think Doug Peterson might be the head coach of the Lions next year. That's my other like out there prediction. So. Say it again. What would you say who's going to be at coach Lions? I think D- Doug Peterson.
0: Ooh. Wow. wow. Mm. All right, we'll come back and and check the audio as they say. Are you they- taking,
1: the, taking the Packers I as like well? I like that.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. I'm definitely taking the Packers. As you know, I think Detroit okay. is horrible. So, uh, and I love the Packers. So I love the Packers in this one. And and as we talked about Last week, when the Eagles were playing and stuff, the Packers have handled business against bad teams for the most part. They had a couple letdowns, but they've also had five times they've blown teams out by whatever the number was. So 20 points or more or something. So I am uh, I am in on Green Bay uh, covering that one. All right, we'll save Eagles and New Orleans for the last because we've already picked it. But we'll just hammer it at the end. But uh, Washington at San Francisco it is in Arizona. I'm up first on this one. Washington, a three-point underdog in Arizona. I'm taking Washington. They're on a yep. roll. San Francisco really disappointed me against the Bills. They did not show up, and in Arizona, that as well. Uh, I like Washington a lot in this one.
1: So Alex Smith is probably going to win Comeback Player of the Year for, for obvious reasons. I, I, but let, let's he, rephrase. Let's rephrase.
0: Alex Smith is absolutely 100% going to win Comeback Player of the yes, Year. Yes.
1: Yes. Agreed. Um, it'll make up for the joke of Ryan Tannehill winning it when he did not come back from an injury. He just came back from being bad, and that's self-afflicted. But... Um, I think that he might be the best quarterback in the division as well right now. I mean, I guess Daniel Jones will be in that discussion. We'll see what Jalen Hurts on uh, on Sunday, but yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Washington as well plus 3. I was even surprised that I know it's I know it's a road game, but I was surprised they're underdogs in this one. So, I get the better team, the team I would have picked straight up and I get points. Easy decision. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm with you. I feel I feel real good about that one. All right, two more games on the slate. A uh, a really good one for Sunday night. Like this is a really good game that I'm looking forward to pittsburgh at buffalo pittsburgh is a two and a half point road dog elliot a week after being undefeated now they have a loss and a road dog which way you lean on this one
1: so this is a tough one because on one hand this seems like a bounce back game right for the for pittsburgh they go into buffalo a team that i don't think is that good they're coming off a loss so i could see that on the other hand all season, everyone's been saying, Pittsburgh's not that good. They're not that good. So this could be like they lose this game, and then everyone really starts to feel themselves in terms of saying Pittsburgh's not that good. So I am torn, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus two and a half. I do not feel great about it whatsoever, but I just think they're the better team. So,
0: I, I, so I'm with you. I, I think they're a better team, and I also think that you know, coming off the loss, I think they're going to play better. Tomlin's Tomlin's tough, man. You see the quotes from him about about the the drops where he's like, yeah, if they don't catch it, I'm going to put people who will catch it. I expect routine yep, plays to be made routinely. Love that guy. Love that guy. And maybe the best you know, coaching stat you want to bring up these days is the fact that that guy's never had a losing season. It is really, really impressive. I will take Pittsburgh as well. All right, last game of the week, the Monday Nighter, Baltimore at Cleveland. Baltimore a one-point favorite. For those who don't remember, week one, Baltimore beat Cleveland 38-6, to Elliot. Uh, yep. Cleveland, though, of course, a, a better team right now. Cleveland, a playoff team if the season ended today. Baltimore is not. Um, and that is why I'm taking Baltimore. I think that this is just mm. a game that Baltimore needs way more. One of those, I need it more than you, I'm going to win it type of games. Cleveland coming off a massive win against the Titans. Everyone talking about Cleveland. Are they real? Are they a Super Bowl contender? All that stuff. I think they get brought back to earth a little bit. I'm going to take the Ravens and lay the point.
1: So I'm correct that this is prime time, right? This yeah, is Monday, Monday night. night. A little worried about primetime Cleveland, a little worried about primetime Baker that feels like it has disaster written all over it. But I think they're playing better right now than Baltimore is, so I'm going to take them plus one. Ooh, I like it. All right, we end on a uh, a disagreement. That's good. Well, we're going to end on another one if we're about to make that Eagles pick. Yeah,
0: well, we – we yeah. So th- for those who didn't listen yesterday, for those who just tuned in for this pod, first of all, thank you for checking this pod out. Download the Parks and Sportsbook app if you haven't yet. And Elliot and I made our predictions yesterday, and we are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. It is Eagles uh, are a seven-point dog at home. I took New Orleans, and I feel great about laying the points. Elliot, not only taking the points of the Eagles, you think they're going to win the game, Elliot.
1: So here's what – look, if Doug Peterson's career does end at the end of this year with the Eagles, the, the thing other than the Super Bowl that will, like, be Doug's signature, he wins with backups and he won when December hit. Like, from December on, Doug Peterson wins games. In fact, if you include 2016, when you know they were still putting the team together, they're 16-9 and 9 in December on with Doug. So they win when December hits. When they need to win a game, they win it in December. And, you know, I guess you could call this a must-win considering the circumstances, but with their record being so bad, it's almost silly to consider it that. Regardless, they have a backup. It's in December. It's a game they need. I'm taking the Eagles straight up, and I would take the money line here. And like I said on the last pod, they're plus 1,400 right now on Parks. I think the chance of winning division are slim. But when they win on Sunday, those divisions are those odds are going to change. So if you think the Eagles win the game, and you're with me on that, take them also plus 1,400 to win the division.
0: I actually, again, I think the Eagles are going to lose to the Saints, so I wouldn't do that. But I 100% agree with what Elliot said. If you believe, like Elliot, that hurts will bring a spark and they're going to beat the Saints, that is an amazing bet to make. Because I guarantee you, if they beat the Saints, obviously dependent upon what happens with the Giants and Washington and all that stuff, but but those if they beat the Saints, the odds will be less next week. And and if the Giants or Washington or both lose, they'll be way less. So mm-hmm. I think it is an outstanding bet, Elliot. An outstanding bet if you believe well, in this team. I don't. That's my problem, and thus I won't make it. But I think if you believe they're going to win, make that bet and bet the money line.
1: As we started the pod with, my record is hot streak, red hot. So, you know, I would uh, I would recommend listening to me on this one.
0: I am with you. Recommend listening to Elliot on that one. All right. Uh, we will be back on Saturday, uh, 1 to 2, a one-hour show on WIP. So check us out. For that and uh, and uh, and obviously Sunday after the Eagles Saints we'll find out if Elliot's right and if it is then you'll be really happy you made those bets on the Park Casino Sportsbook app. So uh, until Saturday until Sunday he's Elliot M. James. We'll talk to you guys soon.